Thank you, Debbie, and all the leaders for having me here this morning. As she said, I'm not a morning person. I literally hate morning times. So I would be asleep right now. So if I look a little sleepy, um, excuse me for that. But let me just take a minute or two to tell you a little bit about myself and what I do, and then we'll jump into the subject for today. So I'm an online speech coach. I generally don't see anyone personally, one-on-one, in person, that is. All of my clients are from around the world, like literally around the world. I have clients in Pakistan. I have clients in Dubai, all over the world. Most of my clients are multilingual. Uh, Some of my clients only speak English when they're speaking to me. Most of my clients struggle with stuttering. How many of you know people who stutter or have known people or have stuttered yourself? Okay. So for more than 20-some years, well up into my late 20s, early 30s, I stuttered, sometimes severely, sometimes not. Uh, In Spanish, sometimes I still stutter a little bit. But I decided at a certain point in life that I wanted to teach, that I wanted to preach, so I became an ordained minister. I was a professor. Uh, I was a relationship coach. I've done lots of things that required me to speak. And in order to do that, of course, I knew that I had to do what? Overcome stuttering. So I figured out a way to do that. And then later in life, I decided that I wanted to have my own business. And I wanted a business where I could work from anywhere. So I created an online business to specifically work with people who struggle with their speech. Now, while I focus on people who stutter, my system can work with anyone. Right? It can work with anyone who wants to improve their ability to speak or present, uh, or people who struggle under pressure, or people who stutter. So if I can help people who stutter become excellent speakers, then I can help other people who don't stutter, because that's much, much easier. So today, we're going to be talking about how you can relax, slow down, and what? Breathe. Speak slowly, speak clearly, speak with authority. Now, how many of you struggle in one way or another when you have to public speak? Just in one way or another. You, you feel anxious. Okay. Maybe you lose your train of thinking. Uh, maybe if you're anticipating the event, you start getting kind of anxious. You start worrying about maybe even stuttering. Some of you may not stutter on a daily basis, but if you have to speak in public, maybe you might start stuttering then. Often what people do when they have to speak in public is they start speaking real fast. How many of you have ever done that, right? They start speaking real fast. And why do you think people speak real fast when they are anxious? Exactly. Why else? Sometimes there's a time restraint. Sometimes they tell you that you have say 15 minutes, and all of a sudden you only have five minutes, and so now you're rushing. Why else do you think people speak real fast? Exactly. Sometimes we think we're speaking slower than we are, but we're not. Okay. So it's very, very common for all of us to feel a little anxious and nervous. In fact, that's kind of good that you feel a little anxious, and we're going to tell you how to reframe that. But the problem is when you're anxious or nervous, and you lose control, and you start speaking real fast, 
you start chopping off your words, you start rushing, losing your train of thinking, uh, worrying about what people are thinking about you, and so forth and so on. But this is all very common and all very normal. But if you want to perform at your highest and you want to be able to articulate your thoughts clearly and demonstrate that you're as intelligent as you are, one of the things that you're going to want to be able to do is to speak smoothly, clearly, and confidently. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to look at this two different ways in two different phases. There's the phase leading up to your speaking event. And when I say speaking event, we're talking about maybe if you have to stand and do a little presentation like this, or if you have to speak with someone in authority or speak with a client. So anything that makes you a little nervous and anxious, we're going to call that a speaking event, okay? Anytime that you have to speak and it makes you a little anxious, we're going to call that a speaking event. And whenever you know that you have a speaking event coming up, what's the first thing that you start to do? So, so you know that you have a meeting, you know that you have a presentation, what do you start to do as soon as you know that you have it? You start to prepare. What else? You start rehearsing. What else? Getting nervous, right? Exactly. So a lot of times when we know that we have something coming up, we start anticipating it. Now, there's basically two types of anticipation. One is negative. This is the one where people start worrying about, am I going to speak well? Am I going to get stuck? Am I going to look like a fool, right? All these kinds of things. Am I going to lose track of what I'm going to say? So they're negatively anticipating their speaking event or situation. Now, there's another type of anticipation. What do you think that is? So there's negative anticipation, and there's what? There's positive anticipation. So when you anticipate something positively, you're doing exactly what you guys said. You're actually preparing for it. You're thinking about it. You're rehearsing it, right? You're thinking about how you can serve your audience. Remember that statement. How can I serve my audience? So you're positively anticipating that event. Here's the fact. Whenever you have a speaking event that's coming up, you are going to anticipate it one way or the other. Does that make sense? All right? You are going to think about it. What some people do is as they think about it, they start worrying about it, and then they avoid preparing for it because whenever they think about or try to prepare for it, they start getting what? Anxious and nervous. So they, they actually don't prepare as well as they should. Sometimes you know the information so people don't prepare because they say, well, I know the information, but guess what? When you stand up in front of people, everything's different, even if you know the information. So we need to prepare. So we have anticipation. There's two types of anticipation. What was the first one? Negative. And then the second one is what? It's positive. Now, here's what I want you to know. You're going to anticipate an upcoming speaking event, so you might as well anticipate it positively. And here's how you can do that. Two ways. Number one, you reframe how you're feeling and thinking about that situation. You reframe it. What do I mean when I say reframe? You reframe how you're feeling and thinking about the situation. What do you think I mean when I say reframe? Exactly. 
exactly. Very, very good. She's a life coach, so of course. <laughs> so, yes. Now, here's, here's a concrete way you can reframe an upcoming speaking situation. You literally tell yourself, I'm excited about this. Because here's the thing. When you're anticipating something, we're all going to get a little anxious and nervous about it normally. But you tell yourself you're excited because excitement and nervousness and anxiousness feel pretty much the same. The difference is that one drains you and the other one energizes you. So in other words, when you're nervous or anxious about something, you can feel it sometimes in your stomach. Sometimes your breathing gets a little short. Sometimes you sweat, right? But you can feel that same way when you're what? When you're excited about something. So this, and this works, and you can, and you can check the research on it. You literally tell yourself every time you start getting anxious, you say, wow, I'm really excited about that. I'm really looking forward to this. Instead of thinking, oh, my God, I'm nervous about this. I hope. And you might not articulate that verbally, but it's going through your mind, right? So you, you talk to yourself and you tell yourself that you're excited. Every time you start to think negative thoughts, every time you start to negatively anticipate. So remember, we said there's two types of anticipation. You absolutely are going to anticipate a speaking event, and it's your choice as to whether or not you anticipate it, what, positively or negatively. So one way that you can anticipate it positively is to reframe what you're thinking about it. Tell yourself that you're excited. Now here's the second way. Every time you think about that event, you prepare for it, right? So what this does is instead of you negatively preparing for it, meaning worrying about it, right? You actually think about, well, what am I going to say? How am I going to impact the audience? How, what about this point? How am I going to structure this? How am I going to serve my audience? So every time you, where you used to maybe worry about the upcoming speaking event, you're actually preparing for it. Does that make sense? So every time you think about it, instead of worrying, you're preparing. So let's say that you would normally worry a hundred times. Well, now you're going to prepare a hundred times. Does that make sense? Okay, so it's very, very powerful. So let's talk about four or five things that you absolutely have control over when you're speaking. So now let's talk about when you're speaking, what you can do. There's at least four things, maybe five, that you have absolute control over. It's very important that you know this and that you understand it. One thing that you have control over is what you're thinking. Right? You have control over what you're thinking when you're speaking, believe it or not. The second thing you have control over is your breathing. You do have control over your breathing. You can slow your breathing down. You can take deeper breaths. The third thing you have control over is the rate of speech. You can slow your speech down. You don't have to speak fast. Okay? You can control that. And the fourth thing you have control over is your body language. Moving your body. Have you ever seen people that just stand there stiff? Right? They're just stiff. So you're, you're balling up the energy, right? You're keeping the energy in. When you move your body, you're releasing energy. You're also kind of orchestrating your speech. You're moving. Notice how I'm moving my hands, right? You're moving your hands. So four things you have control over. Let's go through those things again. What was one of them? You're thinking. You can control what you're thinking in the moment. So your thoughts don't have to go default. They don't have to go negative. You don't have to worry about what other people are thinking. You can control what you're thinking. What else can you control? 
your breathing. You can take deeper breaths. You can slow your breathing down. All right? Your breathing doesn't have to be out of control. What's another one? Your speed, right? You don't have to speak fast. When you start speaking, because I only have a couple minutes left, when you start speaking, go super slow. Go super, those first couple of minutes, go super slow. So you can control the speed, and what else can you control? Your body language. You can move your body. Now, I want to wrap up with this. This is something that can help you if you're worried about who's in the audience and you're worried about what people are thinking. These are some affirmations, self-talk. Tell yourself, I don't really care who's in the audience. I can take my time and say what I want to say. Right? Now, this may sound a little harsh, but it actually gives you control. It empowers you when you say, you know what? I don't care who's in the audience. I can take my time and say what I want to say. Here's something else that you can say. You can say, I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want to say the way I want to say it. I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want to say. So these two major affirmations give you control and power. One, I don't really care who this person is, if it's one, or who, who they are. I can take my time and say what I want to say. Or you can simply say, I don't have to rush. I can take my time and say what I want to say. That's you controlling your thoughts. So I, I believe my time is up now. Is that correct? Yes, we have right. Two minutes for questions. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful. I've talked to you about some things that you can do leading up to a presentation and some things you can do during a presentation. I talked to you about some things that you have absolute control over. Any questions for me? You know, that's, that's a technique, and, and that can work. That can work. Yes, it's one way of doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the way I was always taught. Yeah. Yes, anything, what that's doing is that's distracting you from what you would normally think, right? It's, distra it's, it's a positive distractor, so that can work. Yes, any other questions? Yes, sir. Yes. Guys, there's so much that I wanted to share with you, but I only had 15 minutes. So this is just a small part of some of the things that, that you want to keep in mind when you're presenting. Any other questions for me? Uh, I have two. One is pro90d.com, P-R-O-90D.com. D as in Delta, mm -hmm. pro90d.com. That's a, my original website. My newer one is called thesmoothspeechsystem.com. Thesmoothspeechsystem.com. The and I'll leave a card, and you can get to that from pro90d.com as well. Thank you. So, yes. Yes. How do I stop? I'll be brief. Uh, basically, what I did was three things. One, affirmations. I controlled what I was thinking. 
Number two, I modeled. I modeled someone who spoke well. I literally pretended that I was speaking like this person. So that helped me change my speech and my speaking identity. That's the most, the most powerful tool. And then the third thing is I actually just got out and spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke. Because you can do the other two, but if you don't actually get out and practice it in real life, it doesn't work. Great question. Thank you.